welcome to another edition of 11 Pieces of Me. Format is very, very simple. We get a guest on to speak about their all-time favourite 11 players. Not our best players, but our favourite 11. Now, throughout the month of June, to show homage to our American brothers and sisters, we've been having a bit of a yank fest. And this evening, as always, Ali Thompson will be my, my co-host, cohort, buddy in chair, whatever you want to call him. Ali, how are you doing, Chief? Grand, mate. How are you? Not too bad. As I said, it's um, it's the third part of the trilogy of uh, Yanks coming on. I know they don't like us calling them Yanks, but the fact they call it soccer, they deserve to be called Yanks. So let's <laughs> let's get to the Yank, Mr. Richard <laughs> Carmen, who's part of the Syria A sit-down. Indeed, I am. How you guys doing? Not too bad. How are you? And I, I tell you, are you actually looking forward to this? Because as I said, last week we had your buddy on, Frank, who, you know, Frank was okay. Good. Can I stop you right there? Can I can I stop you right there? Yeah. I want to first of all apologize for my my colleague for making those insults toward the great Ronaldo. So I apologize. Not all Yanks think like that. Yeah, that was quite blasphemous, wasn't it? It's was actually really, really, really disrespectful. And secondly, I gotta say that I am the most educated Yank on the show now. Hi, Frank. Well, we'll we'll see about that. But look, <laughs> rules are simple. You have to give us your team formation, and most importantly, the captain. Fair enough. Take it away, Ali. What team do you support, Richard? Oh, gas favorite team, Inter Milan. Just kidding. AC Milan. AC Milan as well. Oh. Is that an AC Milan strong team to expect again, we wonder? I was going to say, Frank, you know, when he's, he, he must have had WikiLeaks or something and he stole my team, so I had to shred it up and start new. Uh, so my, it's not going to be an AC Milan strong team. He did my formation. you were copying them, right enough. Yeah, well, he actually copied me. <laughs> yeah, what formation oh, copy you Frank want, The old Hungarian 2-8. No, no. Uh, the four one three two, very attacking. Gav, you don't like that, do you? Well, I look that's uh, well, uh, you know the the two a that sounded beautiful until you know four one three two. But look, I have a feel I have a feeling he's going to have at least five good attacking players in this. Well, the pressure's on after last week. Get, mm-hmm. Let's get started and give us your goalkeeper, Richard. All right, uh, my goalkeeper, Gav. As you may know, my I have a heritage in Paraguay. Uh, it's a guy I grew up watching um, oh, yeah. a long, long time. Fantastic free kick taker. Um, he scored a goal for Velez against River Plate in the Clausura in 1996 from past midfield. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Jose Luis Chilaver. I love that guy. We've had him on, Ali. We have. Can you remember who mentioned him? Oh, let me think. You. Yes, the very first goalkeeper mentioned on this yeah. podcast. Fantastic goalkeeper. I love him. Crazy, crazy, crazy mofo. It was um, oh, it was a couple of seasons ago, a particular moment. Now, look, I'm not condoning it, but I just thought it was brilliant that Roberto Carlos was being uh, interviewed after the match, and Chilaver just starts walking up to him. You kind of look and going, ah, he's going to put his arm around him, but he just spits right in his face oh, and he walks away, and he's just going, <laughs> look, it's not nice to see, but you know. Roberto Carlos is just standing there in shock, and Chilaver just walks off again, I'm not condoning it. But that's the type of lunatic he was. Yeah, he, he was a lunatic. I mean, anytime you saw, I mean, when he scored the goals, it looked like he was ready to fight somebody. He was just running around crazy, pushing people out of the way. Ah, such a joy to watch. And, you know, I grew up watching Paraguay, you know, national team play, kind of forced to. And, uh, yeah, he's just, it was just a joy to watch every time. You just hoped he scored a goal just to see him go crazy again. Yeah, he scored, he scored 46 goals in his um, senior career. And that's not even the most by a goalkeeper, which is crazy. But it's, it's, it's a lot. That's more than I ever scored in, 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 as a kid. <laughs> oh, apologies. 54 goals if you take into the consideration the, the Paraguayan sides. So, like, I mean, even top, the best strikers in the world don't even hit their <laughs> biggest nowadays anyway. I, I, I picked him purely just because of his crazy antics, as I said, um, and obviously, but we didn't see much of, obviously, Paraguayan football back then. So we just always seen clips of this crazy goalkeeper with a crazy colourful strip on. Scoring free kick, so that that was enough for me, Richard. Um, I I love the pick, and I just wish he'd be picked more. Uh, I agree. Well, give us a give us a left back. Left back. Oh, well, I almost. This is my captain. This is Paolo Maldini. What can what can I say about him? You know, first I gotta say I I might have the best looking back for. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that. <laughs> but my captain, Paolo Maldini. What 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 hasn't been said about him already? He's been picked pretty much every time. I mean, he's just a god, and does and he doesn't age. He looks, he gets better looking as he gets older. So 
I mean, he started out as a left back, as we all know, was fantastic, and then transitioned to a center back and became even more class doing that. So, I mean, there's nothing else you can say. This guy is just unreal. He's my captain. Richard's now my favourite guest, Gav, because he appreciates a good-looking player. <laughs> Hold on a second, Chief. I have all my team are good-looking players. All my team. And he's not. I guarantee he's not the best-looking man on this team. He may be right. He may be right. See, I know him, right? I know. I know Richard. I know Richard's outlook. I know the type of players Richard likes. Richard is younger than Frank. Richard's in his 20s. Frank was hitting on 50. There's a big difference, I think. He's a 60-year-old, okay? So, look, what more can we say? Look, at, here's a question, right, to Richard. Why is he as revered as he is? Well, not to mention that he's been on one club. He's a one-club man, but... I mean, he always gave his passion, his his heart to every game. I mean, he grew up with the he grew up with the team, and his dad played on the team. You know, his sons are now on the team. He's just Milan through and through, and he bleeds the city, and it, the fans love that. I mean, any any time you have a, a a player that's with your with your club and your city for their whole entire career, I mean, you fall in love with the person. You you fall in love with their team, with their family, and everything. You know, he was a little bit disgraced at the end of his career by some of the ultras, but to me, I mean, he's he's one of the one of the best I've ever seen, especially from the defense. So he's he's definitely he's he's great. He's fantastic. What about give us your right back? Ooh, right back. I wanted to change it up. Um, another good-looking guy doesn't seem to age. I'm gonna go to the crosstown rivals in Argentine, Javier oh. Zanetti. Yeah, I know Richard. <laughs> and Zanetti is. Zanetti is like a clone of uh, Maldini, but on the right-hand side. I mean, they're, they're very similar players. I mean, he didn't play center back, but um, he, I mean, till the age of forty or what, whatever age he retired, he was going up and down the up, up and down the flank. You know, passing younger kids. I mean, he's he's a fantastic player, and he's an Inter legend. It's for the same reason that Maldini is a Milan legend. <laughs> I mean, I always I hated watching him, you know, playing against Inter because Zanetti was always going to have a good game. I mean, he was he was a consistent. There's a reason why he was a captain. I mean, he was a fantastic player. He has such a good vision, good crossing ability, um, and he's such a leader. I mean, what more can be said about him, you know? Absolutely. There's, I don't think there's been a player in history who have been more delighted to win the Champions League and more deservedly. I think Buffon this year may be the only one that universally, I think a lot of everybody would agree that they want to win it. And I don't think anyone's ever said a bad word about Zanetti. He's, he's like a gentleman. It's only kind words said about him. Yeah, but I had Zanetti in, in, in my team. And, I, you know, when you're doing this 11 pieces, me, okay, we say it's your favourite players, but a lot of the time when you're putting, compiling a list, you can't help but put in sometimes the best players you've ever seen. And for me, Javier yeah. Zanetti is the best right back I've ever seen. You compare them to the likes of the, mod, the likes of Alves today. Alves has been absolutely fantastic, brilliant. But he's not Zanetti for me. He's just not. Zanetti had a defensive capability about him that differentiates between, say, himself and Alaves. Alaves just doesn't have it. He just doesn't have it. He's a fantastic bomber up and down the wings, great passer of the ball, scores a couple of goals, but so did Zanetti. You know, the Milan and me wanted to pick Cafu, and, you know, rightly so, but he his career was longer and he, he stayed good until he retired. I mean, he was fan- he was still full of speed at 40 years old. I mean, how many guys can say that? You know, really? You know, Maldini lost all his speed. That's why he had gone to center back. He didn't have the speed anymore. But that little guy, little Argentine, he could, he never slowed down. Just crazy South Americans, isn't it? Something in the water down there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Who's your first center back then? I'll, get, I'll see if you guys can guess this one, all right? Little teaser. He played for Sao Paulo in like between 94 and 98. Played for Stuttgart 1999 to 2004. Any guesses yet? I can keep going. Keep going. All right. Played for Schalke 2004 to 2010, where he eventually became the captain. Oh. Absolute amazing on headers. He has a rocket of a free kick. Any ideas? He's definitely Brazilian, anyway. He is Brazilian. Uh, oh, hold on. No. <laughs> <laughs> Marcelo Jose Bordon. Oh, there's a, there's a name for you. I started following Chaka around 2004, 2005. Um, instantly fell in love with, with the team. But Bordone, he was just—he's a big, big defenseman. He knocked guys over. Guys were scared of him. And then anytime there was a header, he would win it every time. He's such a fantastic leader. And, and, and every time there's a free kick, he could take it from kick it from midfield and had a rocket of a shot and might you might hit top corner. Such a joy to watch him. At that time of, the, of uh, at that time of history in Chaka, everyone was f- fearful of them on crosses or. Anytime a set piece was taken, because they knew Bordon was going to get it, he just could out jump everybody. And yeah, no, he's just 
fantastic player. He ended up going to like I don't know Saudi Arabia or Qatar or Qatar uh, to end his career. But yeah, he was a fantastic player. He scored a hat trick while he was a Stuttgart. Uh, that ends up and eventually led him to go into Schalke for big money. But yeah, not many not many people know about him. But uh, he's one of definitely my favorite defenders I've ever seen play. Can't say I've heard of him, but he's got a decent goal return for a centre back for sure. So it goes along with what you're saying about set pieces and that. Um, Gav, do you know much of him? No, he didn't. Sport. I stumped you. No, he didn't stop me. You said he was a good-looking fella. Just saying to him, yeah, he is good. He's quite similar-looking to me. <laughs> Maybe that's why I picked him, huh? No, I suppose he did. But no, to be honest, I, I never actually heard of him because Schalke is not my team in Germany. So, unfortunately, Richard, it's one of those picks that really staples down the fact that it's one of your favourites that yep. nobody else has probably heard of. That's fine by me. Are you acting on Marcelo Bardon? No, nothing at all, buddy. As I said, I, I just... I searched on the same as yourself, and it's a quite favourable uh, goal return for a centre back, which is always pleasing to see. And, and as um, Richard was saying about his set pieces and headers, you can see where that's come from. Um, so, quite understandable for anybody who's actually heard of him or follows German football, could would actually enjoy watching him. Well, Richard, give us your next centre back, and I, I know who this is. <laughs> is in my opinion, the greatest center back ever. Oh, yeah. He might be the best looking one, too. Oh, he is, isn't he? His name is Alessandro oh. Nesta. Oh, of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what can be said about this guy, man? He's, uh, he was the best best defender who can go down and tackle. I mean, look what he did to Messi alone and, and at his ripe age of, what, was he, like 37 when he did this? He's so tactically gifted. I mean, yeah, like he had his faults when he went to MLS and finally got a red card for, you know, being disrespected, but... He was just so fa- such a fantastic defender. Technically, he had decent speed, but his positioning was pitch perfect every time. He, I mean, he, nowadays you don't see guys tackle and keep the ball like he did. Maldini, Maldini was very good at that too. Benesta perfected that. I mean, he shut down. He would shut down everybody. I mean, at the time when he went from Lazio to AC Milan, it was a record fee for a defender. I think it was something like thirty-five million euros, uh, something to that, to that number. And um, Six, uh, it was sixty billion lira. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I forgot about Lira. <laughs> such a great defender. I mean, and it, uh, I just—it's such a joy to watch. Even now, you just watch. And you're like, God, no one, no one now can even do that. No one can no. emulate. If I was, a, if I, if I had a kid who wanted to play defense, I would just show him Nesta video. That's all I would show him because no one can do it like he did. No, I'm with you on that, Richard. For me, for me, he's the greatest defender we've ever seen play the game, and I would always look at today's defenders. You can't even compare them. It's just not even fair that you compare them. There is a handful of defenders in the world today with the likes of, we say, Benucci, Chiellini, Godin. Yeah, exactly, the likes of Godin. That, you know, they, they have similarities to Nesta. But for me, what differentiates between Nesta and any other player was the timing of his tackles. And these weren't rash tackles. These were tackles where you almost seen him following the player, waiting, just waiting, 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 and then bang. And he was a hard tackler as well. Like yeah. He put players down on That's what I loved about Nesta. He tackled players so hard, but it wasn't vicious. It wasn't nasty. It wasn't mistimed. And it was perfectly timed. Perfectly timed. And for me, he's, I'm, I'm chuffed you picked him because for me, he's the best. And he's my favourite. Um, defender of all time Ali would disagree with you but that's what Ali does I only disagree slightly he was in my team as well Gav so let's not get carried away here I just prefer Maldini overall to Nesta so whether you want to argue it but let's be fair they're two of the greatest I've ever played the game so absolutely it's, it's, it's a great argument to have just to be having the pleasure of actually seeing both I picked both but I just picked both at centre half when I picked my team just because I preferred a different left back to having Maldini there there's nothing more like, I, I don't disagree with anything that any of the two years have said apart from I don't consider him the best I consider Maldini the best you have um, if anyone's listened when I say if anyone has listened to this hopefully there's people <laughs> there's about seven of them <laughs> but you've probably heard Nesta being mentioned a few times check him out the man never got sent off till he went to America and just check out how he got sent off he just yeah. got you know I just honestly I, I, that is just pure and utter what the fuck am I doing playing in this league? Good luck, yeah. boy. I'm walking out of here. I really believe that. I actually enjoy thinking that way because it would be befitting of him to say, oh, hey, fuck this shit. I'm too yeah. good for this. I'm too good for this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, smashing pick. That's actually a fantastic back line. That's 
the exception of Bardon, we've heard of everyone so far, which is um, which is always good. So I suppose give us your defensive midfielder. All right, I need attacking options on my team, so I need a little bit of snarl. Um, Frank mentioned him last week. Uh, he's known as Reno Gennaro Gattuso. No, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I love. Oh, I know. You, I know you don't like Ali. I know you don't like him, Ali. I know you don't like him. I love him. I love that kind of. When he's on your team, you love to have that kind of player. When he's against you, you're like, what the, what the f? I, he's. I just love the snarl. He, anytime he would take the best player on the team and try to break the legs, like you said, um, and I love that about him. As long as he didn't try to do it to our players, I didn't care. As long as he was, he was, you know, keeping the ball behind him, uh, protecting the defense. I just, I loved everything about the guy. And then all the stories I heard from you know, Pirlo and other guys talking about Gattuso made me love him even more because he's just the same way off the field as he's on the field. He's just some goofy, dumbling, you know, idiot almost that people like to make fun of because he does the craziest shit. I mean, there was one story I heard from Pirlo that, uh, they would always pick him and him and I think Nesta would always pick on him. And uh, they they went in his bedroom one night and he was sleeping at, at at Milanello. Took his blankets and he ran out like butt naked, like started chasing everybody and throwing shit and breaking breaking uh, things all over the dining room because he was so pissed off. That was the kind of guy Gattuso was. He just went from no temper to full temper in an instant. And that's what I loved about him. He was just so much passion in him. And when he was at Milan, egos aside, of all the egos that have been at Milan, he would he's been the one guy who would curtail everybody in the locker room. No one would no one would mess with Gattuso. He would people set people straight because no one wanted to mess with him. He was just he was that crazy. Nobody's like I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna get on his bad side. So including uh, including Ibrahimovic, who famously came out and stated yeah. that he, uh, Gattuso was a mad little bastard. Yeah, if if if, if Ibrahimovic is scared of somebody, you know that guy's uh, scary. Well, Ali, why don't you like him? Because he played for Rangers. Anything? Any other reason? No, any other reason? No. Everything about okay, him. I can, I can every, live with that. Everything you said. I said this last week as well. Everything you said is the exact type of is the exact type of player you want in your team. One of those nasty little hard bastards sitting right there. Yep. And and it's exactly what you want. But he played for them, so I don't like him. I never will like him. I'll never rate him because of that. It's <laughs> <laughs> plain and simple. I'm that petty. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> I love it. I love but, it. <laughs> did, uh, didn't he slap Ibrahimovic? Slapped everybody. No, but actual proper slapped him and got sent off. He had um oh Rich, you've probably better cleared up on this. He's had to mention oh you've actually seen Katils has been sent up a few times for um yeah. if you want to call it foil and conduct in that sense where he's basically had an argument with somebody that's not been slapped him. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's known for that. Much like uh, Zidane is known for headbutting people, he's known for slapping people <laughs> and the trying fame, to choke them. Wasn't it the famous game? Um, AC Milan were playing a Tottenham Hotspur, and yes. he, he put it up to Joe Jordan. Yeah. Now, of course, over he, over in the UK, I remember actually watching that match with my father. My father would have said, "Oh, fucking Joe Jordan's a bleeding lunatic," but it takes a lunatic to start on a lunatic. <laughs> exactly. You know, people go, oh, Joe Jordan would have done this, Joe Jordan would have done that. But at the end of the day, little Gattuso had the balls to put, put it up to him. Now, he was out of, he was out of, out of line for doing it because, yeah. you know, but it's, you, if anyone on that pitch was to do it, or if you if you'd read in the news the next day, AC Milan attacks, you know, assistant manager, you go, yeah, that's Gattuso. Has to be. <laughs> <laughs> and it always was. Yeah, and to be fair to him, he actually shook. You know, he made up with Joe Jordan afterwards. It was, it's just, I think Joe Jordan came out afterwards. It basically said, "Look, it's, it's, it's the type of player he is. It's just move on, no hard feelings." So, yeah, I love Gattuso. He headbutted Joe Jordan and ended up with a five cham- five match Champions League ban. <laughs> Joe Jordan, <laughs> fucking Leon Jaws, as he was. <laughs> Who also played for AC Milan? This is true. Who's your next midfielder, Richard? All right. All right. Um, so I had to go very attacking option. This is actually my all-time favorite player. I think he's the most lethal striker ever, but I'm putting him at the right wing spot. He is from Ukraine. Uh, oh, yeah. I, th- I think he scored the greatest goal ever against Juventus. I'm with Gav on that. Yes. Um, his name is Andrei Shevchenko. Sheva. He's such a fantastic player. I mean, you guys said enough of it last week. Such a such a he's such a poacher, um, and nothing epitomized his whole career. As my favorite game actually by, that he played in was actually the Euros in 2012 against uh, Sweden. Um, he's already washed up at this point, you know. He played at Chelsea, failed there, went back to Milan, uh, failed there, and so everyone thought he was just his last sunset, you know. And Sweden had gone up one nothing in the game. 
And at some point in the second half, Yarmolenko with a fantastic cross. And who, who gets on it? Shevchenko. The place goes wild. And Kiev goes wild. Um, that's a typical Shevchenko goal. And then maybe like 10 minutes later, it was off a, off a corner kick. And who, who beats Ibrahimovic to the ball? Shevchenko is short side. Play, place goes wild. That's you know, obviously Shevchenko again. I mean, that's the kind of goal scorer he was. He he, could be, he was at the right place at the right time. He just had the knack for the ball at the right time. I mean, what this guy, unbelievable. My favorite player of all time, hands down. I think he may be my favorite striker that doesn't play for Liverpool of all time. Um, just obviously hearing him when he was at Dynamo Kiev, seen him in the Champions League games, just unbelievable. And then when he went to Milan, he got that big move that he wanted. He, just every time you see Milan score, it felt like he was the one that scored it. Yep. Um, just an absolute was, joy to watch. Just, I just hate the way his career ended because a lot of yeah. like, younger people or people who didn't watch as much football out out with the UK just don't see him as the Shevchenko that we all know. Yeah, his goal scoring record was it was un- incredible. At least for back then. I mean, now if you compare you know Messi and Ronaldo to it, Cristiano to it. Um, it's different, but back then, I mean, guys didn't score that as much as as they do now. And he was, he had such a fantastic shot. He was, he was mobile. I mean, he did it all. And he had, like, he had that nose for the goal. He he was so lethal. Absolutely, but I mean, let's let's be fair. Let's take Messi and Ronaldo out of the equation. Shevchenko's still right. on par with any other striker in Europe oh, yeah. today. Oh yeah. Know, oh yeah. Because nobody else is hitting the numbers that. Cristiano and Messi are hitting. They are just they're freaks when it comes to goals. Um, and even Suarez isn't even really closing them, and you know what I mean. And and he's playing in the best two teams in the world. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So those two are just freaks. And and Shevchenko in this day, where defenders have got worse, yeah, exactly, would just, just murder it because the, the 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 player could finish. And I mean that's the, as you said, Frank said last week, his main attribute was he knew where the goal was. And to this day, every time I see that Juventus goal, it gives me chills. It was that yeah. good, and the and the call, the Italian call, was so great. Yeah, well, it's, look, take Messi and Ronaldo out of uh, the equation for the last, I'm gonna say, eight seasons, because they have been head head and shoulders above any player that we've seen in the last twenty five years. But a lot of a lot of you know factors can be taken into play, especially with the way the game is now, the protection that's afforded to. But I'd say. I'd say for about three seasons in Europe, from 2003 up to 2006, Shevchenko was just the, the most feared striker yes. in yeah. world football. But for me, and like, I have absolutely no comment of saying it, he was absolutely lethal. That Juventus goal, I mentioned it last week, that is one of my all-time favourite goals because how the hell does he get that shot off? And he went through three play- two or three players before that. Yeah, and it's, but it's, it's just... Angle he's at, it's his body shape. Like what he, he's falling over, but just as he's falling over, he hits it, and it's just, it is, it's, it's, it's my, it's one of my all-time favorite goals. It has to be his all-time favorite goal because it made Buffon look like a like a novice in there. Yeah, and he didn't. Even, Buffon didn't even. He, well, he moved, but it was like no chance. He, uh, you know, he kind of, he almost made the goal look better by his movement. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, look, Shevchenko, and it's nice to see you don't have him as one of your front two, so that's nice and making things really, really nice for the next couple of picks. <laughs> Just slightly out with your years, though, Gav. Shevchenko's career ended in 2005, buddy. Uh, no, no, look, I'm just going to leave this to you still. So, no, no, look. no. Like, like, taking off away, he'd he done nothing after that. I don't, did he even have another season at Milan, or did he go to Chelsea right after that, Richard, after that Champions League final? That was it, I think. That, that was that his was last it, moment, it? I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but you're right. It was that three-year period, but it was 2002 to 2005, Gav, um, and that that was him. That was. That was I mean, that, that game, that game you're referring to in 2005. I don't recall. I think that was the year they omitted the Champions it, League. If it, I recall, strange correctly. that. Yeah, funny that Frank yeah. can't remember either. Uh, <laughs> I mean. If it, it, must, it must be corrected. I mean, because the two two people are saying the same thing. I mean, that's yeah, look, I tell you, look, look, I'll, I'll, I've got I'll a DVD here. I will get your address after the pod, and I will post <laughs> out to you specifically so you can catch the whole ninety minutes. <laughs> oh man! Look, uh. it was like any consolation. He gave um, Jesse Dudek his uh, move to Real Madrid. So you know <laughs> that crazy jersey. Jesse Dudek played for Real Madrid. Fucking hell! I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel but go on, 
Richard, give us your centre mid. No, don't give us your centre mid. Give us your left mid. Your left All wing right. mid. Left wing mid. All right. Uh, this is so okay. So I grew up mostly watching national teams at the beginning of my of my life. Uh, that's what my parents watched, watch, especially from being from South America. Paraguay was really never into the, in the fold as far as you know World Cup appearances. So the next logical team that we they they would follow and I would follow would be Argentina. Mm. Uh, this guy is a is a god amongst gods. Um, he is uh, what everyone compares Messi to now. Um, Diego Armando Maradona. I mean, this guy is magic. The crazy, very crazy, but magical. I mean, the ball at his feet. I mean, he just he came. He played for the big moments. I love watching every minute from the 86 World Cup, 90, uh, 86 World Cup, 90 World Cup, his career at Napoli. He's a fantastic player. I, I loved everything about him. I mean, who didn't love him? I mean, well, everyone in my family and stuff, we loved, we, we adored Maradona just because of, of who he was and the kind, of, the kind of person and player he was. God, he's such a fantastic. I mean, he, up until I met, up until I, I saw Andrzej Shevchenko, he was my favorite player. Hmm. El Pibe Dioro. Come on, translate that for me, Richard. Well, I didn't hear, sorry, I didn't hear what you said. El Pibe Dioro. The little gold flea. Oh, yeah. See, they're the golden boy. See, even pronunciation's great. It is. <laughs> it's hard, it's hard with, with Irish accent you know, for me to pick it up, but yeah, yeah it was good. Yeah, it's fluent. <laughs> Natural. Ali, what do you reckon? Maradona, for me, one of the greatest footballers to ever grace the football pitch. From all the videos that I've watched, he just—he was just a genius on the ball, wasn't he? Just genius off the pitch, just he's going through players left and yeah, right. Yeah, I mean the, the the two, you know, the two famous goals where he he walks past the whole team from his own half and and scores. I mean, it's just the sort of thing that he could have done any time he wanted. You feel just such a career tainted by other stuff, unfortunately. Yeah, and for size, I mean, he didn't, size didn't bother him. He he did what he wanted with that ball. I mean, the ball just stuck to his feet. It's, it's so funny now watching on YouTube his warm-ups. His warm-ups were just him juggling the ball and dancing around to the music. That was his warm-up. And in today's day and age, you and no one would be doing that. Everybody, you know, they had their structured format in the warm-ups. Nah, he just you know danced around, played with the ball. He didn't care. That's just how he loosened up. That's Diego for you. Yeah, he had. Um, look, I've I've watched countless videos of him. I I always get into the arguments with somebody who refers to. 1986 Maradona as peak Maradona, but so far off the mark. That is not peak Maradona. That is just a glimpse as to what Maradona was. Maradona at Napoli is messy at Barcelona. He's at being at Napoli. He was kicked constantly. Oh, that was rough Italian defenders for you, not like today's defenders. But some of the goals he scored, Richard, were just you don't see them. You wouldn't. See, you'd rarely see goals like that being scored nowadays. You have to really search for uh, Maradona at Napoli. For me, him at Napoli is up there as arguably the greatest footballer of all time. He won player the, FIFA player of the century. Rightly so, in my opinion. Rightly yeah, so. Yeah. But FIFA, because they didn't want to let their golden boy Pelé down, invented another award to be given to Pelé. Uh, you know, what, sports star or whatever. Some bullshit it is. <laughs> and just to, t- just to typify Maradona's you know, uh, outlook on FIFA and the game, he went fucking nuts. He left FIFA now because he felt that he was the rightful owner of the great, the title of the greatest world, uh, greatest footballer of all time. And yet FIFA, they couldn't handle it. They didn't want this man, you know, as their, their image. They needed the, the, the good boy Pele. So for me, Maradona, everything about him, I don't give a shit what happened in his uh, private life. That's that's not, but that's that's his, pri- that's his private life, you know. Right. When it comes to football, when we watch players on the pitch, the man was an absolute mythical god. Genius. Yeah, absolute genius. And that's some pretty tasty team you have so far, Chief. Gents, how many so times do you reckon Maradona was told he would never make it when you think he's height back then? It's not the same amount of times Messi was told. Do you not think it's slightly different? Obviously, now it's obviously there's other players. Who are smaller, like in the more modern era, shall we say? It became more See, of the technical side. But I mean, when you think back to when Maradona started playing and the style of football and the what was allowed with the kicking, and well, I think I think Richard would agree with me in the sense that back in uh, South America, it's all about flair. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not about. It's not about the, the tough. T- that defensive mentality just isn't there. Even today, 
watching the Argentinian league. It's just not there. They don't want to be seen as defenders. They want to be seen as technically gifted players. And right, uh, look, I don't know. Uh, like, uh, am I right? Am I wrong? Or am I talking shit? No, that that's well, we probably are talking shit. But yeah, I think you're spot on. It people want to be known as you're you're technically superior to everybody else. Um, I mean, just look at the Argentine national team. Look at all the attacking power they have because they're all—all all these guys are so technically gifted. Um, that's just how it is. I mean, even the defenders, everyone has ability with the ball, and it seems like it's just like you're grown up, ingrained, trying to you know be able to dribble past guys because that's a skill that everybody wanted: be able to pass the ball, be able to dribble through guys, uh, and street, score. Street football. That's street football. Exactly. Exactly. Doing a lot of tricks, you know? Learning tricks. That's what you do as a kid. Learn tricks. Try to dribble past everybody. Try to set up your mates. But give you a sentiment. All right. I may get a little sick about that, but I don't care. This is uh, this guy got me to... This is where my love for Italy came. Came from that 94 World Cup, that long ponytail. I saw this guy, and I said, I, I have to learn Italian. I have to know everything about Italian. Roberto Baggio. To me, he's a demigod. Genius with the ball. Uh, another guy who's just... The ball stuck to his feet. He controlled the games, and along what he did in the, in the '94 World Cup is, is is enough for me. But you know, he had a great career. I mean, and he ended up being a you know, Brescia boy. I loved everything about him, and he's such a uh, I don't even know how to say it is um such a he's such such a gifted player. And now, especially coming from the Italian game, um, not many guys were as at that time were as as skillful as he was. I mean, eventually, you know, Del Piero, Totti, and the, and the likes came about, but Baggio was just such a fantastic player and such a leader on on the pitch. Well, Ali, what do you think of for me? I, you know, there's there's another player on that bench that would have scored. I know, I know, I know who you like. No, 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 no. I'm gonna give this to Ali. I don't. Come on, Ali. What was that? Sorry. I'm saying. Richard was saying. I was basically saying there was another player on that bench in 1994 that would have scored that goal that Baggio blasted over the bar and embarrassed himself. It was a delightful <laughs> penalty. I loved it. I just, I just wasn't a Baggio fan, as I said last week. I don't know why. Just, I was delighted to see that penalty go so high. And he's not Signori, is he? Come on, Richard. He's just not Giuseppe Signori. Oh. Uh, hey, it's not about the best players. It's about the. Oh, no, I know, I know, I know. But even like Signori, on. Signori is a great player. I'm, I'm not going to deny that. I just loved everything about Baggio, and you know, kind of like what you said last week. You know, Baggio got more of the love than than Signori did for sure. Signori, I mean, he didn't get his fair shake by a long stretch. But for me, my my favorite player, the person who got me into the loving everything Italian and Syria was uh, Dino Baggio. Uh, Dino Baggio, Roberto Baggio. Forgive me. Forget Dino. Dino. I didn't like. I didn't like Dino. Dino Baggio. You written that down, Chief. Yeah. <laughs> Dino, Dino's all right, wasn't he? <laughs> I wonder how many people are along the same lines as you, Richard. And Roberto Baggio was the one that attracted them to. Italian football. I'm sure there's a lot. Yeah, I, I, I quite believe it because there's so many people I know. I'd, I'd say he's probably one of the more popular Italians from that era. Like when I was a kid and growing up and with players that people talked about just purely because of the hair and, you know, that, that look. So he was the one that stood out. Yeah. So, yeah, I wonder. I definitely think you're not the not the only one. I think it'll be quite a high number. That was the player that attracted people to the, the Italian national team and the Italian the Serie A league and the Channel Four TV show. And yeah, but obviously, Richard is Juventus Baggio. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, obviously. He, he was washed up by the time he got to you know Milan and ended his career. Yeah, no Juventus. I mean, that's. <laughs> I have no. I have no problems with you know players who are good at other teams. You know. Obviously, I picked Zanetti. You know, Baggio his best years were were at Juventus for sure. No denying that. Anyone who says otherwise is probably smoking something. No, definitely. Well, I'm smoking something, boy. Definitely. <laughs> 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 Who's your first striker, then, Richard? First striker. All right. To me, uh, he was a legendary German striker. He even had a song named after him. The song was Jurgen Klinsmann Fußball Gott. I loved everything. I so growing up, I watched a lot of Argentine football, Argentina national team football, and Germany or West Germany back then. I loved watching Klinsmann play. It was just running, flying through the air, scoring goals, getting great headers. I loved, I loved everything watching about this guy. It, this is before he. I, I don't even talk about when he came to the United States, became head coach, and all that. I don't care about that stuff. When he played for West Germany, 
Uh, when he played for Germany, I love watching this guy play every time. I would anytime Germany would play, I would stop whatever I was doing and watch just because such fantastic to watch him score goals. And his and his passion every time he scored, he go and run running and celebrating, waving his arms all over the place. I loved it. Didn't he do quite well as the national team manager when he first went over for the U.S. for the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think he did as bad as people say he did. I mean, he did a lot for the development of of, of the youth youth sides and stuff like that. I mean, he did okay, but I thought he did, I mean, yeah. Well, everyone thought we were going to win the World Cup after they they got him. I'm like, come on, be realistic, be realistic. Yeah, you need the you need the players as well as the the manager to be there. Second time picked, Gav. Yeah, and this will be the second time you hear me say this. I cannot stand the man. What about the player? What about the player though? No, 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 no. He's just I don't know whether it was um. Whether it was his move to sports, the whole circus around him, his diving and all that, just real irritating look, even the way he sounds. <laughs> sounds like somebody I know on one of these podcasts, but really, really irritating. <laughs> Never liked him. Even today, listen to him. Don't get me wrong. He's, he, he's an incredibly smart man, intelligent football, footballer man. He has to be because he did do good things for the the. The German national side, he left him yeah. in a fantastic state for the likes yeah. he, like he loved to come on in. And then he done well at the US. But I just think all the Yanks think they're the best in the world. And, you know, he just aren't. And it doesn't matter who he's getting. He's just going to fail at football slash soccer. That's right, that's, soccer. Oh, what it's really called. That's, that's, <laughs> and that's uh, a bit damning from Gavler. I, I loved the Klinsman celebration as well as the dive. It was just like everyone <laughs> at my school yeah. and football team, we all copied it. The minute there was a bit of rain and there was a mud puddle, blood absolutely, cleanse went right through it, see who could get the messiest. That's um, right. I think it yelled at when you came home, came on back all muddy. Course, well, we used to do it at lunchtime so that when we went into school, the teacher would send us home to get changed. <laughs> um, nice, so, smart. We, so we got an afternoon off school. <laughs> I wasn't that smart. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of the, the player as himself, but I just love the celebration. And he, he scored some wonderful goals at Spurs. Um, I don't really recall seeing much of him out with Spurs. Are we are we going Klinsman for Inter Milan here, um, Richard? Strictly West Germany. Oh, nice. West, West Germany. <laughs> well, Chief, give us your final. All right, I have a guy, but I'm going to ask... F- a plea for a special request. And if you turn it down, that's fine. But I'm going to put it out there first. Is um, he retired? As of this Sunday, he will be officially retired. But do you want to take a break now? We'll come back and record after Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I wish we could, right? Um, no, I, I love that. Just like everyone would love to have uh, Buffon as their goalkeeper. I'm sure everyone would love to have Totti. So he's had a great career, but um, he's not quite retired just yet. He's got one game left. So I'll definitely watch in that game. And but in fairness, what, the pod won't be released before Sunday. So you can have him if you like. <laughs> no, that's fine. Let's do discussion. I want to talk about the guy I actually did pick. Right, okay. Um, well, we'll shove Totti in your honourable mentions. Yeah, exactly. The guy I actually picked on AC Milan, um, this guy, tall, tall blonde, fantastic header of the ball, great finisher, also from Germany, Oliver Bierhoff. You know, I told you, I told you, I grew up watching, you know, Germany national team, and I lo- when I, as much as I love Klinsman, uh watching him play, I also love watching Bierhoff play. I mean, he just would always find a way to score a goal. Uh, he scored some fantastic goals, especially even at I mean, Milan. He is definitely uh, gonna be my second second striker there. That's an interesting one. That's actually a nice pick. We got the small German with the big German. You know, they gotta complement each other. Yeah, Bierhoff was a great was a great um, striker, Ali. Brilliant for Germany. Jeez, I'm just trying to think. There's um, Milan. I'm trying to think of somebody else he used to play for. I can't think off the top of my head who he used to play for, but it wasn't AC Milan. Um, Monaco, that's who he used to play for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Monaco. And, um, look, I'm, do you know what? I apologise. I'm making out as though I'm, uh, I seem to be sitting here kind of reminiscing. I've just waited for Wikipedia to double bond the page, <laughs> so I'll tell you exactly who he's played for. <laughs> <laughs> now, U- Udinese. I forgot about that. Oh, see, see, I'm educating you here. This is what happens when you come onto this pod. You educate. But now we say is 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 time for Germany is what most people would actually remember him for. Exactly. That's that's, that's why I remember him in Klinsman is is their Germany time, and they were just so he is such a lethal finisher. He's another one of those guys. Anytime a ball is in the air, he's going to get. And he he always found he always found the ball, and he could finish with either foot. And he had good movement for a big guy. Uh, it's such a joy to watch. 
And he was probably one of the the outstanding players of nineteen ninety six European Championships. He did. He scored a game winner. Mm-hmm. That was actually a very good goal. He, he, he was face, facing on what I think it was facing towards his right leg. Switched to his left leg and scored a beautiful goal. Golden goal. Oh, the fucking golden goal. What the worst thing ever introduced into football. <laughs> it lasted two years. Oh, it was horrific. Horrific. But he got one of those, so there you go. The golden goal definitely isn't the worst thing. That way goal rule is still what the other worst. Player, what other player in, I think it was 2000, scored a golden goal winner? It was a Frenchie. Was it Trezeguet? Yeah, oh, it look at that. Brilliant. Trezeguet, yeah. It was against against Italy, wasn't it? Italy, that's true, yeah. Cracking game of football, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, let's go back to Beerhoff. Uh, Ali, Beerhoff. <laughs> <laughs> Look, say, same as you, um, I only really remember him and recall him from international times, from any of the tournaments on TV. I, I couldn't have tell, told you any club he had played for until, until I searched him. Um, I think he's, he is more well most well-known for his international career and he, he done well to be fair of him he always he, he came up with the goals anytime Germany asked him to so I mean there's not much more he could have done for them I just never seen enough on Dawa well watch YouTube videos on him you're gonna you'd enjoy the goals he scored well Richard um, as you can hear from myself and Ali were blown away with Beerhoff so give us a couple of honourable mentions all right I got a few here um most of them you'll know one or maybe one or two you won't Franco Baresi, I thought about putting him in the defense. Um, mm-hmm. Him and him and Fabio Cannavaro, actually. It was tough keeping them out, but I, I had my reasons why I kept them out. Obviously, Zinedine Zidane, one of the he's magical, one of the best football players ever. Disgraceful he, uh, that, for not including them. Well, yeah, yeah. If everyone was picking him, I didn't want to pick him. I wanted to go for a little snarl, you know. Uh, I wanted more attacking formation, even though he did not He did score goals. Gabriel Batistuta, I wanted to put him in there, but Batistuta. I kept him out. Batty goal, yes. Batty goal, and you fucking cleanse me in a bear half. You have a Batty goal, I love watching oh. Batty Suta when I, you know, watched in Argentina. Definitely, but yeah, I kept him out. I wanted to stick it to you, Gav. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, one of my uh, favorite Brazilians uh, is Lincoln. He played for Schalke. I'm sure you guys don't know him. Um, oh, Lincoln, yeah, of course. You know him? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he wasn't. As, he was like Rui Costa is another guy I kept out. Um, he played very similarly to like Rui Costa. wasn't as good as him, um, but he's such a he's such he was so good technically, um, and he scored brilliant goals for Schalke in the mid two thousands. And then lastly, Rene Guetta from um, uh, Colombia. I wanted to put him in goal. I wanted to put him in goal. In goal, but you know, Chilever kept calling to me. Paraguay, Paraguay roots. I had to pick him. But Guetta, uh, yeah, he was. Uh, that, that's another crazy guy. Fantastic player. Crazy. Run up the field with the ball. Good skill, but yeah. A joy to watch him when he was in his days. See, this is interesting because um, you're known as a polygot, is it? Indeed. Right, so I'm actually... What's 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 the goalkeeper's name again? Higuita. Hig- oh, so it's not Higuita. Oh, no, I get you. Higuita, maybe it's Higuita. I mix all my languages up sometimes, you know. Each pronunciation is different. No, no, I just thought you, 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 sound, you, said, you said it differently there. So um, who, who are we to argue with a polygot chief? So I'm just... I'm just Come on, Annie. Sorry, Ali. <laughs> what I say goes, whether I'm right or wrong, it goes. Uh, yeah, yeah, it goes. Yeah. <laughs> that's the same. That's the same rule as Gav lives by as well. That's right. <laughs> We're kin. Go on, Ali. Throw it out his team. Two seconds. Watch my page now. Oh, it's fucking amateurs on this bleep. Amateurs. Terrible. Not not as professional as Gavin with the team, the teams that they represented, but we have Sheila Ver and Goal. Maldini at left back, Zanetti at right back, Bordon and Nesta as the centre backs, Gattuso as a defensive midfielder, Shevchenko right wing, Baggio attacking midfielder with Maradona on the left wing, with Klinsmann and Bierhoff as your strikers, and the great Paulo Maldini as your captain. Could only be one choice there for me as well. Absolutely. Well, what do you think of the team overall? What's that, Roy? Just, That's just, all you, just all right. Yeah, no, just uh, fucking clean's been a bit half though. You know, it's you know what? <laughs> it's not that. It's you try to put your mind. You try, you try to think about how the other the guest is. You know how they perceive these footballers. Richard, you boring man. That's boring. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, but those are my favourite players. So, oh, no, yeah. no, that's I fair. don't care. Don't, don't get me wrong. You've an absolute fantastic midfield set up there. Nesta, Sanetti, Maldini, Bardon. 
I wouldn't have seen enough of him, but Jesus, Klinsman and Berhoff, you grew up in an age where it's some of the most spectacular footballers around, and they didn't take your eye the same way sure. Klinsman and Berhoff. Do you know what? Berhoff are like, fucking Klinsman. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not the force. See, I can understand Klinsman more than Berhoff. Uh, Berhoff was, a, was a, an animal. Like Berhoff was just... Berhoff was likable. Klinsman's just a prick. Mm, I always thought Klinsman come on. Come so on, was Gattuso. Well, yeah. yeah, but Gattuso's a likable prick. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's many, many out there that would disagree with you there, Gav. No, well, look, it's, um, it's been the Tordy Yank in the trilogy. Uh, I'm not going to say, you know, which which of the trilogy was the best. They've all been good. So... I'm happy enough that we've come to the end. Oh no, we haven't come to the end. We've got Jesse <laughs> next. We've Jesse next week as well, don't we? We've another Yank popping up. <sighs> Look, Ali, we just have to. You know, May's nearly over. June will be different. Back to the European stage. Well, the first guest in June is going to be Jesse. That's another. So hopefully, by the time July comes by, we're back to normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like I know we're talking and stuff, Richard's not here, but Richard is here. But look, <laughs> Richard's honest to God, great pods. Enjoyed it. Really nice picks. I'm glad to have I'm glad you had you guys had me on. It was fun. Oh look, Richard, we know the choice when we scraping the barrel the last couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even kidding. <laughs> He's sending me messages here. <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry, I'm not meant to say that. I'm not meant to repeat that. <laughs> But no, no she is. She... look, uh, yeah, look, one, Ali, do you, know what you, do you know what, Ali, you can do just to kind of show a bit of love? Ask him what he has in the pipeline. All right, okay, Gav, I, I, see, I'm not, I'm, I'm all new to this hosting malarkey, I'm not sure what to do. Hold on, look, it's just, <laughs> what we do is, we kind of, we give them a bit of a platform to that, let people know where they are, yeah. and, what, and, what, and what we then <laughs> do is, where we, we pretend fight. that we'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely check out that programme. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> no, on a serious note, thank you very much for coming on, Richard. It has been a pleasure. Thank Let, you. No, thank no. you guys. Let, and where oh, can you found? All right, fuck off, What do you tell it, Ali? We're going to do it, do it, man. You keep tiptoeing around. Like. It's ever so delicate. Oh, oh, right, Let's go. No, no, I'm no, not No, no, you ask no, me. No, no, I no, do no, it when I'm hosting, so you can do it for once. Well, fair enough. Uh, Richard, where can you be found? <laughs> you can find me at r underscore carmen k-h-a-r-m-a-n um i'm on the syria sit down podcast on wfi so yeah look for look for us there because this weekend we're actually going to do our um our best 11 and worst 11 of the season so it's gonna be a fun fun little podcast there um i also got an article coming out very soon on allegri on and his tactics master tactician there um, and then a fancy little article on uh, Crotone, on the little fantastic season. How will it end? That's, that's going to be interesting. So that's what we got going on. Now, that's what Richard has going on. So make sure you check out everything Richard's doing. But before Richard leaves, um, Ali, would you like to say a few words? No, nothing from me. I've got, I'm not even going to promote your drunkenness any any more than it has been. We don't, we, we don't talk about it. We don't talk <laughs> yeah. about the pods on, on, just, on um, the pods. Just listen to all our old episodes in here. Um, yeah, make, yeah. Make sure you check out all of our old episodes on here. And if there's anyone out there that feels we need, you know, a bigger audience or to put us on a bigger platform, <laughs> let us know because <laughs> we deserve it. Yeah, and WFI are fucking killing us here. I mean, Dave, myself, and Addy, this is about the fortieth pod we've done. We haven't seen a fucking penny. We haven't seen a penny. You lawyers, man, lawyers. What you reckon, Addy? Do you think you heard that? Yeah, I'd say so. Not yet, but you will do. <laughs> if, 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 well, certain, if certain twats can get that big a stage, then we definitely deserve it. Yeah, we definitely deserve it. <laughs> oh, well, God. Then, well, look, we've had a couple of yanks on. We're going to have a woman on next week, so that's going to be very, very interesting. Is this our but, first female guest? Yes. Well, you can take... Welcome to the 21st know. century. <laughs> I know. So, <laughs> listeners, it's, I've wanted females on before, but Gav said no, they know nothing about football. So, <laughs> he's, I've they, had to force them on this one. So, let's, let's see how it goes. They don't. Uh, for they the don't. record, I'm on, for the record, I'm on Team Jess. So, yeah, so am I. <laughs> just, I'm just against Gav. I'm anti Gav. <laughs> anyway, Gav, uh, is there yeah. an end of the season review coming out from the Liga boys? 
Yeah, it, it should have already been out, but again, Dave's had his head up his arse uh, relating to bigger stages and platforms and whatever. So if it's not out by the weekend, we'll be looking for a bigger stage and platform, and if it doesn't so, happen, he's going to be getting legal letters in the door. <laughs> so it has been recorded. I look forward it to that. It has been recorded. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, check out, we have actually a very nice uh, podcast that should be out next week where we celebrate one of the league's greatest ever seasons, which was, of course, the 1999 Naughty Deportivo win. So we've done a special pod on that. So nice. check that out. Can we expect more of those over the summer while there's no football going on, or are you taking a break? No, Chief. You'd be expecting an awful lot more because the thoughts of no football is actually killing me. I, I genuinely, genuinely, which is a surprise that I actually want to hear more of you, but... That's actually quite a good idea, and I look forward to listening to like some of those like historic seasons. And... Yeah, yeah, but see, that's our idea. So, if any other podcast that's listening in, or if anyone who's from another podcast is on this particular podcast that wants to think about doing that, don't, because that's my idea. Because I'm hoping that this particular podcast will actually bring us bigger and better things in the future, and again, put us on a bigger platform where we could just be huge. Excellent. So, excellent, excellent. Yeah. yeah. Look, we've rambled on for long enough, Ali. Um, I'll see you next week. Yep, thanks once again, buddy.